You're listening to Shepherd and Sports Bite, a McPherson Media Group production. Hello and welcome to another edition of Sports Bite. You might note that the uh, intro is a touch more sombre than usual and if you've spoken to anyone in country football across the last few days, you'll understand why. David Fox uh, left us at the weekend. He certainly made an impact on all of our lives, especially us here at the Shepparton News with the, the Foxy and JR footy show. Um, he's certainly going to leave a big hole in country footy across Victoria. And with me today to chat a bit about Foxy and uh, speak about his memory is Oliver Caffrey, former sports editor here at the Shep News and someone who had plenty to do with David Fox when he was here. Uh, Ollie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tyler. Always great to chat to you, but not so much in these circumstances. It's been a, a pretty rough week for, for everyone involved in, in country footy, country sport. Foxy was um, a beloved member of the, the sports media community throughout the, the state. So, yeah, it's been a shocking week, to be honest. It has, and uh, obviously most people would know that Foxy's been battling a little bit with his health uh, over the last sort of year or so and, and maybe a bit beyond that, but... It uh, it came came pretty suddenly uh, on the weekend that the news that he had uh, he'd passed on from from health complications and um, I, I really I really thought he'd be uh, hanging around my desk for another uh, you know decade yet um, it it is really a, a tough week for everyone involved with with country footy not just in the Golden Murray region but really across across the whole state wasn't it oh absolutely across the whole state um, through the the footy shows like through the GV footy show first, and then obviously the, the Shep News footy show. He was beamed right around Victoria and and globally, as he would like to say as well. He reckons that people in every single country around the world were, were watching the Shep News footy show and the, the footy show live stream. Um, some of the games that got broadcast and classic calls of preliminary finals and grand finals from Deakin. I'll never forget um, some of those games. He'd be right up and about... Um, be looking forward to it for the whole year, really, just getting down to Deakin for um, the end of September and those uh, last Sundays in September are pretty magical. He uh, he wasn't really an analytics man, but uh, I don't think I've anyone I've seen anyone go to the bottom of a, an analytics sheet as quickly as Foxy to see his, his two viewers <laughs> in Singapore or his his three viewers in uh, you know Papua New Guinea. He he was very keen to um, to get around the international uh, numbers, wasn't he? Oh yeah, United States, England, Scotland, you name it. They were watching Foxy and JR and all of us um, at the Chef News. So yeah, he took the GV Footy League so far. Like It was basically him and JR starting up the, the footy show. They were just so passionate about getting something there. Obviously they were doing their radio show for many years and won awards through that. But yeah, they, they saw an opportunity to, to film something and they're really pioneers. Like going back to 2012, 2013, I think when the, the GV footage show first started, that was just pretty much unheard of at, at that time to be filming yeah, a country footy show and, and putting it to air. So yeah, they really pushed the pushed the way. And like I'm from Trailgan originally, and I didn't know much about GV footy before coming to the Shepton. I knew it was a great league and everything, but yeah, I'd see there see their videos pop up online and yeah, they did so much work promoting the the league and 
just footy in general. And he, he certainly one of one of the themes um, certainly on social media and and speaking to um, to Jr. As a lot of us have, have done this week is um, that that Foxy wasn't you know he wasn't just about the grand finals or you know in recent years the Kyabrams. He he really got around the clubs that were struggling a bit and and he probably more so than than anyone else really liked to to get out to them and and have a chat to him and give him a bit of promotion. Uh, I know you know he he was really. Beloved uh, down at Longwood, uh, the White Hart Hotel uh, welcomed him almost every weekend, I reckon, and he, he really got around the red legs, um, especially at a time where they're sort of struggling on the field. Um, that that was a real theme of, of Foxy, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. He made an impact, I would say, on pretty much every single club, not just GV clubs, where he'd get around, to, like you said, the Longwoods and the Avenals, where he, he was a coach back in the day as well at the, the Avenal Swan. So, yeah, it wasn't just the... He was obviously um, very heavily involved in the Golden Valley Footy League, but yeah, he'd still get around the Kyburn District clubs, the Cola clubs, uh, the Murray clubs as well, and had something to do with them all. And all those people at those clubs would would remember him so fondly. And yeah, the the themes, as you said, during the week, it was just like he would get around to those struggling clubs that probably weren't getting any attention at all and pretty. Down the, down the ladder weren't feeling much love from probably their own supporters and, and that sort of thing. But all of a sudden, they get this big boost on on the footy show and get a nice call out. And Fox would always be positive. He wouldn't talk down the, the club struggling at the bottom of the ladder. But yeah, you, you just see him just walk around the games. I think everyone would see that. Um, he was just so good at just getting around to people in the crowd. I remember the, the first time I met him. It was actually at the AFL Victorian Media Awards in 2013. It had only been the news for probably two weeks at that point. But I was lucky enough to snag an invite down to the, the awards in Melbourne. And Mike Sheen was the, the guest speaker at that um, certain event. So Fox and JR were just absolutely over the moon that one of the, the greatest footy riders in, in history was actually speaking at that event. So they were just so determined to speak to him after the event. They were just like little boys at Christmas that had seen this um, great footy rider. So they did everything they could to, to get up there and have a chinwag with him. And it, it didn't matter if it was Mike Sheehan or just your, your local punter at the footy. Like, Foxy was always up for, for chatting with anyone. Like, and you'd speak to everyone the same way, and you'd always just come across as this warm, crazy guy, just full of life, full of energy. So funny. One one way JR described him uh, this week, and um, Shepherd and News readers will be able to see a, a tribute um, in the paper on, on Friday. Uh, JR described him as a very unique individual, and I think everyone that's met Foxy would, would certainly agree with that, but... Um, he was he was the kind of bloke that found found a connection with everyone as you as you said he was he was a mate to all and and he really really prided himself in that um, and I suppose you, you speak about the AFL Vic Media Awards he also uh, prided himself in uh, in snagging a, a few awards along the journey um, Jr said uh, said nine uh, nine was the uh, the number that they racked up and the one he was most proud of. Uh, uh, they were up against the the could have been champions uh, one year and and got the nod and uh, 
JR said that uh, Foxy still talked about that uh, to to this day. That um, yeah, he was very very happy with that particular one. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair effort to knock off the Buddha beans. And yes, I had heard that story many many times before. But yeah, they were working together for so long. And um, yeah, just feel for for JR. He's lost a really close mate, but. Um, yeah, they're always at the footy together, just going around, just chatting to every single puncher in the crowd, and they, everyone loved him, and everyone loved Foxy. Um, they really yeah, just uh, it just footy won't be the same. Like you'll go to hopefully the footy starts up again in twenty twenty one, but yeah, without Foxy just roaming around the crowd, just just talking to people and just just his presence, like without him there, it's just not going to feel the same, is it? You always knew that he was there because uh, no matter what gate you walked in or, or what time of the game you got there or you know whether it was half time of the twos or you were running a bit late just before quarter time of the ones and you'd uh, you'd walk straight in and you'd hear you'd hear JR's booming voice first but you'd uh, you'd see Foxy uh, up there in the stands with a with a crowd around him and um, they they were very loved in the community and um, as as we touched on on social media the, the outpouring of of emotion from you know, tough, grizzled country footballers um, yeah. is, is re- a real testament to to Foxy and and the impact he had on, on country football. and And you, you've got to remember, a lot of people um, obviously know Foxy from recent years in his media times. But you know, he was a a coach for so long at, at so many places and and played footy as well. He really dedicated almost his in, entire life to to country football. Oh, he sure did. Yeah, he, he played for so long, coached for so long had so much involvement with so many clubs throughout the state. Like he, he started off his footy career in um, out of Melbourne. So yeah, he's been playing in the suburbs in Melbourne and then found his way up um, gradually he just found his way up north. So yeah, to to not actually grow up in the, the Golden Valley and have the impact that he did in the area, I think just speaks testament to the the, the person that he was, that he could just come up to a new community Obviously, coached Avonall, but then just to create the the media profile and personality that he did, it's, it's just extraordinary, really. A lot of it was um, was few, through humour as well. He he was um, always happy to laugh at Jr. and not always as happy to laugh at himself. But he he certainly put himself uh, up there to be um, the the punchline of the joke if he had to be. And uh, Foxy and, and Jr. had so much chemistry, and and that really came across on, on everything they did together, but the, the banter as well, um, you know, with with everyone, uh, not just JR and, and us here at the Shep News, but he, he was able to uh, to have a laugh with, with everyone he, he spoke to. Yeah, that's right. The, the banter between him and JR was just extraordinary, just absolutely electric. But, yeah, it would, it would carry over to, to all the guests as well. Like, it didn't matter if Foxy hadn't met that person before. As soon as they went into the studio, they would automatically feel comfortable because Foxy would just tell a stupid joke and they'd automatically be relaxed just knowing they're about to be filmed but it, it was just extraordinary to <laughs> get the, the best out of people and just make them feel so comfortable straight away It was really uh, noticeable uh, as you you know you walk into the, the Shep News as someone who hadn't you know been there very long and um, this uh, this bubbly Foxy walks in the door and instantly he, uh, you know, he finds a way to to get to you and and uh, really connect with you and um, that's something that 
that a lot of people across country Victoria and in country football are, are really going to miss. And um, I know we all are here at the, the Shep News and, and in the Golden Valley as well. Yeah, absolutely. Just as soon as you'd walk through the door to, to film the, the Shep News footy show, you'd say hi to everyone, all the journalists there, even the, the general news journalists that wouldn't know anything about footy at all. You'd just go up to them, have a chat, say, how are you going? And it would normally be about two hours early before filming, which it was actually a bit of a pain in the ass sometimes because he was just so fired up. He just wanted to, he was just, I reckon he woke up the day of filming and was like, right, going to have a bloody brilliant show today and it progressively get earlier and earlier throughout the year so we might be filming at five o'clock and at the start of the year come in at four and just talk crap to everyone uh, around the office but I reckon by the end of 2017 when I was there he'd probably rock up two and a half hours early and him and JR were just like okay boys when are we filming but um, he was just so, so funny. Just, yeah, the, the words that are, are coming out on social media is just unique and one of a kind. And he, he truly was. Like, I just can't think of anyone like him. Like, just his humour and just his personality is just, he's just so different. Just, yeah. Certainly. I, I think I was thinking about it. I've been thinking about it a lot during the week. And I think um, whoever coined the phrase football personality certainly had Foxy in mind because it's a, it's a really, perfect way to describe him he, he dedicated his life to to football and um and country football and he really loved it he lived and breathed it and and that really um showed in his work and I mean it's why he's won he won nine awards and uh so many accolades and, and so much respect from from the the football community because he, he really loved it and and he, he showed it uh day in day out week in week out and uh, it was a really um really important part of who he was uh, as a person. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, as you said, he, he just loved it. He didn't get paid the whole time he, he was doing this. The the radio, the the GV footy show, Shetney's footy show, the, the live streams, calling games. Like, he, I'm pretty sure he refused to take any money at all. He was just that passionate about it. It was just like... I want to do this. I don't. I don't care if I'm not getting paid anything. I, I just want to be there. I just want to be involved in footy. I, I just love it. And I'm sure the tributes will continue to flow on. Uh, I know we've got a few things planned here. And um, anytime anyone speaks to Jr., um, they'll obviously have a yarn about Foxy. Uh, I think Jr. said uh, by midweek he'd he'd had nearly 50 phone calls from from country football people who, who just really wanted to, to reach out because, uh, as he said, you don't say Foxy without saying JR and you don't say JR without saying Foxy. And um, it's it's going to be a really tough period for a lot of people in country football and um, JR especially. So uh, if you if you do see him uh, once restrictions ease uh, or if you do give him a buzz, uh, make sure you wish him, wish him best and, and tell him your best Foxy story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really feeling for JR. I spoke to him briefly the other day and yeah, he, he did say to me as well that he received a lot of well wishes already. But yeah, they both lived for footy. So yeah, this year especially with, with no footy um, to go to, not being able to call or, or talk about it on the footy show, it would be would have been really hard for them um, to begin with. And now this, um, yeah, it's just unbelievable.
certainly JR had um, had plenty of words to say about Foxy, and uh, you'll be able to see those in, in the Shepherd of News and online soon. But uh, one point he wanted me to make was that he, uh, this is this is from JR, he said, goodbye, mate, goodbye to the greatest mate a bloke could ever have. And uh, I tell you what, when JR rang me and said that, I nearly burst into tears because um, they uh, they were joined at the hip. Um, they were they were really like brothers for for so long, and it's going to be uh, quite a tough time. Uh, I suppose Ollie, did you have uh, any final words to say uh, about Foxy? Yeah, I've just been thinking about it a lot over the last few days, and yeah, he he just meant a lot to me. I haven't been in the the GV for a few years now, but yeah, I was working at the Shepherds for about four years, and yeah, I met him from. Um, probably my second or third week there, as I mentioned before, at the AFL Victoria Media Awards. And then, yeah, our friendship just grew stronger and stronger throughout that period the more we ended up working together. And, yeah, it, it, it hit me pretty hard, um, to be honest. Um, yeah, he'd obviously had his health issues for a while, but, yeah, he was just an amazing guy. He actually called me up um, after it looked like I was going to lose my job in, in March the company I work for now, AAP, looks like they were going to be closing down. So I put something up on Facebook and then, yeah, within a few hours, Foxy just gave me a call up and just said, oh, mate, I'm really sorry to hear what's happened. And, yeah, we just had a, a good chat then. And that's the, the sort of bloke that he was. He just looked after everyone. And, like, if you, um, you gave him enough time, he would give you 100 times more back. He was just a, such a caring, giving person, just wanted to make people laugh and yeah, I'm really going to miss him. We all certainly will. Uh, th- thank you very much, Ollie, for, for jumping on Sports Bite and, and having a chat about uh, David Foxy Fox. Uh, we uh, we will all certainly miss him and we uh, we hope he rests in peace and we wish his family the best because while country footy was uh, his life, his family meant even more to him and they'll all be hurting now and um, we, we really wish them wish them best. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah, he's a, he's a big family man as well, a huge family man. You just going through his Facebook profile and just the way he spoke about um, his wife and his kids and, and grandkids, like, he just loved them a lot. and They obviously loved him so much back. So, yeah, it's going to be a really tough time for them. And, yeah, we send our best wishes to everyone in, in the Fox family and everyone that, they're doing really well. Certainly do. Thanks very much, Ollie. Thanks, Tyler. That was Shepparton Sports Bite, brought to you by McPherson Media Group.